Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter, sharing a thought of the day. Last time I shared one of the most powerful keys to abundance that I'm aware of, and that's the principle of Taruma. So today I wanted to share with you probably the second most powerful or equally powerful wealth creation principle that I've come across uh, in my life that has been hugely, hugely helpful for me in my journey as an entrepreneur. You know, sometimes all it takes to entirely change our life is just one revelation, one conversation, one book, one idea, um, you know, and for me, what I'm about to share with you today was one of those sort of, you know, something that was quite a small thing at the time, but has ended up being a really huge thing in my life. But it was just one of those things that changed the course of my life entirely, completely shifted the way I view myself, view my work, my role in the world, view the expectations I have on myself and others. And it's actually a tool called the Wealth Dynamics Profiling Test, and it's by a man called Roger Hamilton, who's been uh, someone who's been very inspirational in my life as an entrepreneur. So what I wanted to talk about today in terms of the general topic is that it's so easy for us to live out of alignment with who we truly are, with who we're created to be. It's so easy for us to get off course. It's so easy for us to try and be someone that we were never created to be. It's so easy for us to begin comparing ourselves to someone else and to try and live out of who they were created to be. It's so easy for us to look at the people who we look up to and to try and be like them. Uh, yet through our pure intentions, we end up off course. And so just a little bit of background on my story, and I know you've heard snippets of it through this podcast, but when I was in school, I was diagnosed with ADHD and I really struggled because my value as a person was measured by my ability to retain information that I found pretty irrelevant at most times. My, my wiring is that of someone who is intuitive, creative, outside-of-the-box thinking, someone who likes to create new ways of doing things, someone who likes to challenge the status quo. And so for me, learning about what is and then being measured on my ability to retain that information, I was deemed a complete failure. So um, basically, if you, you know, there's a saying that says if you measure a fish on their ability to climb a tree, then they're going to fail every time. So, uh, you know, or if you ask a sumo wrestler to participate in, in a high jump competition, <laughs> they're going to fail and vice versa. So you get what I'm saying, that what, what, we're, what we need to be doing is we need to identify what are the inherent strengths that our Father has placed within us, right? And so at 18, 19 years of age, I felt like a complete failure because I was measured by a system that didn't have a grid for who I was, that didn't value intuition, that didn't value creativity to the degree that it was within me, that didn't 
value being able to chart a course that doesn't exist. It was all based around existing knowledge, existing information, and your ability to um, absorb and retain that. And so I found out about the concept of being an entrepreneur at around about the age of 19. And when I found out what that was, I knew that I was created to be an entrepreneur. And so I did this wealth profiling test called Wealth Dynamics, like I said. And in this test, um, I wanted to just share some of the results with you. So my strengths on here are visionary, creative, optimistic, stimulating, able to inspire others, can multitask, quick to get results, and great at getting things started. My weaknesses are poor sense of timing, impatient, over-optimistic with what others can achieve. Um, the worst roles in teams is timekeeping, detailed analysis, um, activity monitor, learning with textbooks, and communicating the details. All right. the, um, the best roles in teams is creative projects, creative problem solving, big picture thinking, strategy, um, learning with visuals, and communicating in simple summaries. The best roles in life is big picture, business strategy, brainstorming, product development, design, risk-taking, and starting new companies. The worst roles in life is customer service, repetitive routines, detailed analysis, market research, proofreading, patient implementation. So in, in, in school and in life in general, we get taught, you know, if you get an A in, say, English and a C in maths, you should focus on bringing your C in maths up to an A. You should, in other words, you should focus on developing your weakness. But the ideology behind this um, profiling test is that you should identify your strengths, develop your strengths, focus on your strengths, grow your strengths, fi find a role in life that leverages your strengths, and then you can either partner with or employ someone who your weaknesses are their inherent strengths. So in other words, for me, I should partner with someone who's detail-orientated, who um, is, is very patient, who can work with routine and, and structure and repetition. Right? Um, and, and so failure comes from me trying to be something that I'm not, from me trying to develop and grow my weaknesses and to, to take on roles and responsibilities that draw on my weaknesses and not my strengths. So in this report, it says that the creators that I can learn from is people like Thomas Edison, Walt Disney, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, Steven Spielberg. So all of these people are people who have similar wiring to what I have, or I have similar wiring to them. So what I began to do is I began to study some of these people. And so... For example, look at someone like Richard Branson. He has started over 400 businesses. I believe it may even be 500 businesses now. Yet he doesn't run any of them. Right? Think about that. He's not a manager. He's not wired to be someone that goes through the repetitive routines that management requires. He's a creator, so he's a person that likes to come up with an idea, likes to imagine a different future, likes to bring innovation into different industries and 
he'll partner with people you know he'll partner with the accountants he says often he just has a gut feeling that an idea is going to work and then he'll find an accountant to run the numbers and because he's dyslexic um you know he finds someone else that can do that stuff and um you know from memory he didn't even finish school so oftentimes people who are a little bit different who 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 carry that spark of innovation and creativity and intuition their their skills and their strengths are not valued by the quote unquote system right and um that was definitely the case for him as well but i started looking at him and going wow how can i learn from this guy how can i begin to study his life what are, what are the you know the strategies that he's implemented how did he partner with people what's his creative process and um you know i've i've just found him to be a really inspiring role model so in the wealth profiling test, uh, it also talks about uh, someone like Warren Buffett, who happens to be pretty much the opposite wiring to Richard Branson. He hasn't created any companies of his own. It's, he didn't develop wealth through innovation and um, you know th- through creating something new. He actually leveraged off of other people's creativity and other people's innovation. And, and other people's strengths in the companies that they created. And so the the very strengths that he has um, are strengths that for the most part, someone like Richard Branson doesn't really, um, didn't really require in his process. And so he's very analytical, very patient. His, strength, um, his success depended on his ability to time entering the market at the right time and getting out at the right time. And so he's very detail-orientated, very structured in his approach, right? Not sort of the kind of guy to shoot from the hip. And so really the, the, the major lesson for us in this whole deal is that if Richard Branson tried to follow Warren Buffett's approach to creating wealth, he would have absolutely failed. And if Warren Buffett tried to replicate Richard Branson's approach to creating wealth, he would have absolutely failed. Why? Because he's more analytical, he's more introverted, he's he's more detail-orientated, whereas Richard Branson's more innovative, more creative, more, um, yeah, thrives off creating new businesses all the time and then moves on and allows other people to manage them. And so in this wealth profiling test, there's eight different wealth profiles that you know you're going to come out predominantly as one of those and it's not to say it's the be all and end all of you know everything that it says is absolutely accurate and true however for me it has been a tool that has been incredibly enlightening in terms of helping me to identify what are my key strengths and what are the things I'm naturally good at what are the things I'm naturally drawn to and then how can I develop my wealth creation strategy and my life strategy around that because I don't know if you've ever seen like American Idol where someone gets up on stage and they try to sing but they're terrible at singing they can't sing and you know we we feel sorry for that poor person because they lack the self-awareness to realize that they're operating outside of the scope of their strengths 
you know, and it doesn't matter for some of those people, it doesn't matter how much they practice singing, they're never going to be a good singer because it's not in them, it's not in their nature, they're tone deaf, they've got a bad voice. Yahweh didn't give them those natural abilities to be able to go and do that. And so that's a metaphor and a symbol for us of what many of us, what many of us try and do. And, you know, I speak often to people who reach a point of in their life of a, a measure of success, but they're unhappy and they're unfulfilled. And there's a quote that says, success without fulfillment is failure, right? And so sometimes, you know, we we may have chosen a life path based on what our culture has told us to do or what our school, you know, told us to do or what our parents pressured us to do or what we felt we ought to do based on the general expectations of society versus following a path that actually really lights us up. And when you're following a path that draws on your inherent strengths, that pulls on your inherent nature, where you can display uh, you know, what Yahweh has deposited within you, that's when you really make a difference. That's when you really enjoy yourself. That's when you are energized. But if you try and follow a path where you're feeling frustrated or you're feeling drained or you're feeling, um, you know, that, that it's just a slog, you don't want to get up and go to work in the morning, that where, where you turned away your dreams to go for something that's more convenient or logical, right, then I would encourage you to reassess the foundations of our success is based on us following a path that leverages our, our strength and our inherent nature. And there's a saying that says, know yourself and to your known self be true. All right? So sometimes this requires a level of us getting to know ourselves through experimentation, exploration, discovery, right? Who are you? What is your wiring? What is your nature? Having that self-awareness, developing that self-awareness, understanding clearly, you know, who am I? What am I drawn to? What are my strengths? So know yourself. And once you know yourself, to your known self, be true. So in other words, your actions, your path, your commitments, how you spend your time, what you've dedicated yourself to should reflect or should have taken into consideration your known self, right? And so, I, you know, as a as a coach, as an entrepreneur, as someone who who mentors other business people, I come across this very, very often. That a, a majority, I would say, a majority of people are living out of alignment with their true path, the path that their fathers assigned to them. And so, it takes a lot of courage and strength and. Um, yeah, it takes a lot of courage, basically, to realign ourselves and to adjust our lives to live according to our true strength. So if you wanted to take this test, just Google Wealth Dynamics, right? Wealth Dynamics test, and um, hopefully this has been helpful for you. Look forward to uh, the next podcast, and we'll talk soon. Cheers.